0: Seven strangers. Does that not make you a serial killer? So I didn't kill him every day, did I? Did I go out there every day and say, mm, I'm going to kill? Him? If I did, there we would be Well, it took you 12 months. Then he brings Bob Rex again, and that's
1: when I just looked at him and I started smiling. If I had shot my own children, would I not have done a good job of it?
0: Is, uh, you know, first of all, women generally don't commit crimes this heinous. Right. Uh,
1: you know, this is usually the domain of men. That's unfortunate.
0: Hi, I'm Danny, And I'm Gabe. And this is Murder.
1: A podcast about women in crime.
0: Yes, this is not hard-hitting journalism. This is...
1: A fun podcast with two friends... Discussing true crime. For fun.
0: Yeah, all right. So, how are you doing?
1: I'm exhausted. Yeah, Gabe was was texting at like
0: 3 a.m. I was like, what the heck is happening?
1: Yeah, I was doing research into a city in a state that is not here. Yeah. Looking for uh, potential income properties.
0: Which apparently has to be done at three AM.
1: I don't know. You know what it is actually? I Maya helped me realize I was snacking on some dark chocolate and dark chocolate has caffeine and I was not thinking about it. That
0: affects you?
1: Yeah, apparently.
0: I could literally drink coffee and it like wouldn't keep me up.
1: Oh, because you have ADHD. Oh. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> okay then. <laughs> <laughs> I'm over here drinking a like energy drink and No, nothing.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's a symptom of ADHD.
0: Kobe still doesn't believe I have it. But I do now because then I looked into it and I'm like, wait, this is everything that's wrong with me.
1: Yes.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I have like six things I started last weekend and I have not finished a single one of them. Sounds about right. Yeah.
1: You know, what's strange is, and my friend Lena told me this, people with ADHD tend to find each other and I am surrounded Mm -hmm. by people with ADHD. Most of my close friends have ADHD.
0: Interesting.
1: Lena insists or theorizes that I probably have it, but I may mean, have just developed coping strategies mm-hmm. that have worked for me. Yeah. Which is like happens to a lot of adults. A lot of adults with ADHD, if you're doing like okay, it's because you've found a way to like cope with it. It doesn't mean you're like you're happy with like how you're doing, but you can get pretty far with it.
0: I haven't found those coping strategies. <laughs> my life is a mess. <laughs>
1: I mean, the number one coping strategy is if you're smart enough, you can get away with just cramming the work. Oh, that's
0: what I do now, but I'm not happy with it. Yeah.
1: No, exactly. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) but but That's why you can get like decently far. And that is usually the number one coping strategy. You get to a point
0: where you're like, I have to do this. Yes. And then you just do everything. Yep. Like in an hour that should have been done over a week.
1: Yeah, exactly. Which is not ideal, but.
0: No, that's my entire life. It's how (laughs) I handled school. It's very unhealthy, very stressful.
1: I was actually the same until about my second or third year of college.
0: I thought you were going to say second or third grade, and I was like, shut up.
1: No, no. Yeah, no, I remember in high school, like doing the math homework minutes before we get into the classroom. Same. Yeah.
0: Yes. (laughs) You'd be sitting outside with your book, just like scribbling furiously. Yeah.
1: (laughs) I'd be like, yeah, you get partial credit if you like come close. Yeah. (laughs) You can scrape by this way.
0: Oh my gosh, that's hilarious.
1: Oh, but how are things with you?
0: Good. A few things have happened. I'm getting my wedding is in less than three months now. Yeah. Which is crazy. I went to Seattle for my sarcastic bachelorette.
1: Why why is it sarcastic?
0: (laughs) It wasn't really a bachelorette. I just used it as a reason to go visit Seattle. It was really fun. I loved it there. Super, super fun. And then. As of yesterday, I'm an aunt.
1: Yeah. That's, yeah, my that's, sister
0: had her little baby girl.
1: That's so. some big news. Congratulations to Taylor. Thank you.
0: I'm going to go visit for the first time today. So,
1: Danny, kids are the future.
0: That's actually true, yes. <laughs> <laughs> we will die and they will take over, yes. <laughs> oh my gosh, the one thing throughout the whole time my sister has been pregnant that has just been killing me mm-hmm. is every single time somebody finds out, so I don't want kids. I've never wanted kids. It's never been something.
1: Yeah. Same.
0: I've felt <laughs> inclination for. And yeah. like some people they just know. Some people are on the edge. For me it's always been no. Mm. And every single time they found my sisters pregnant they're like, "Oh, maybe this will be what you need to change your mind." Or like, "Oh, do you think this is going to make you change your mind?" And I'm like, "No. I really don't. Like I'm going to obviously be a wonderful aunt and I'm going to love this baby." not going to make me want kids. I can, like, maybe it will. Who knows? But no, I don't think so. But like daily people keep saying it.
1: That happens to women a lot.
0: It drives me crazy. I'm like, let me just live my life without like people trying to like force this thing on me because motherhood, it's huge. It takes over your life. Like, why would you try to get people who don't want to be moms like to change their minds? But I'm excited to be an ant.
1: Yes. So. <laughs> <laughs> Should we hop into it? All
0: right. You ready for this?
1: I am vaguely ready for it. I get a little more ready with every sip of caffeine here.
0: Mm-hmm. Speaking of out of state, we're going over to Youngstown, Ohio.
1: That's not a real place.
0: I hope it is. It's what I wrote <laughs> no, I'm down. Okay.
1: I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so. It's pronounced Youngstown? No, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shoot.
0: Youngston or Youngstown? Now I feel silly. I didn't write any how to say it because I was like,
1: <laughs> I don't. Know. I'm gonna go
0: with Youngstown because I feel like if it was Youngston, I would have written how to say that.
1: Yeah, probably.
0: I am so sorry if I am wrong and you live there. It's Idaho. <laughs> Ohio.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Same difference.
0: <laughs> so this is back in 2012, and we're talking about 20-year-old Brandy Stevens Rosine, and. So Brandy would spend a lot of time on her phone nonstop like many 20-year-olds. And on May 17th, texts from her just suddenly stop. She's dead. This is a huge red flag to her family and friends because a little bit about Brandy. She was figuring herself out and she really relied on her friends to discuss it. And Youngstown was a majority Republican town, not super lgbtq friendly and brandy was kind of you know figuring herself out exploring and so she used her phone a lot for dating apps too as well as texting her friends and family and her friends said it was normal for her to drive far distances to go out and meet girls or friends she met online and her friends had told her not to but she would do it anyways so just you know extroverted probably So, on May 17th, Brandy told her mom that she was going to go to her best friend's house. So after the text stop, her mom calls her best friend and her best friend's like, I haven't seen her or heard from her. Brandy was supposed to be staying with her grandma that night. And when she left, she didn't take her backpack with her insulin. She was type 1 diabetic and brought it everywhere. and. So Brandy's mom calls and files a missing persons case because something's for sure wrong. Mm -hmm. She isn't responding to any of them. She's not answering phone calls. She didn't take her insulin. Nobody's heard from her. her. Huge red flag. Wild thing. It's only been like a couple hours and they're already like, you know, I don't think I have a single person where I would notice within a day if they were missing. So the police are like, It's probably nothing. She's an adult. Maybe she has access to insulin elsewhere. You know.
1: Not in the US.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So three days pass with no new information. And then on May 20th, a text from Brandy's friend, Rhiannon, comes out. Apparently, she had received multiple texts from Brandy on the 17th. But Brandy had asked her to keep it a secret. So Rhiannon was covering for her friend, but after a few days had passed, she realized something is actually really wrong. This isn't normal. So she goes to another friend and shares the text that Brandy had asked her not to. And Brandy had sent her an address and said she had a funny feeling. And her last text said, I got a bad address heading home. Weird, right?
1: I want to, the friend's loyalty, right? Like- yeah. I don't understand, okay, Brandy clearly smart enough to tell someone where she's going.
0: But she also right. asked this friend, like, don't tell anybody.
1: Yes, and that's where I'm like, why? Why would she tell, tell her friend that? Why would her friend keep it a secret after?
0: We don't victim blame here. It happened, Gabe.
1: Oh, I'm blaming the friend.
0: Yeah, well, the friend's the fr- also a victim. I was a friend of it. no. And the- I mean, honestly, it wouldn't have made a difference.
1: I don't know it. More than 24 hours after, Someone's gone missing. I think we start to see the likelihood of finding them alive drop significantly. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, it could make all the difference and it just doesn't seem serious enough. The
0: friend shared the text message with another friend named Christy. So Christy is like, okay, I'm going to go to this address. It's about an hour away in Cochranton. So Christy goes to the address since the police aren't following up with anything. And Brandy's mom is searching as well at this time, and but she's kind of staying more in town looking and this friend is going out and looking, okay? So Brandy's mom remembers Brandy had met somebody in Cochranton named Jade and they ended up getting together and were dating on and off again, like nonstop for a while, not long, it's a couple months. And even Brandy's friends-
1: You said on and off and then nonstop
0: like non-stop on
1: and off like they're dating they're not dating they're dating Oh, okay so they've been dating on and off for a long time yeah there you go <laughs>
0: no yeah <laughs> so even brandy's friends told her to stop seeing jade but she kept seeing her until it just like came to an abrupt end brandy came home from work one day and jade had taken 300 and her ipod and left so jade essentially robbed brandy and left after staying with her for free
1: i think it's burglarized i think rob is when you
0: okay burglarized
1: (laughs) or stole from (laughs) (laughs)
0: okay so it took brandy a while to get over that i think it would take anybody a while to get over that to be honest like you trust somebody you let them live with you and then they (laughs) burglarize you and leave (laughs) <laughs> I feel so wrong to say it okay? came.
1: <laughs> just say stole from.
0: They, it would, you know, take anybody yes. well. But I, I, so. I gotta be
1: honest though. You don't trust anyone named Jade. That was a mistake.
0: Unless you're named Jade and you're a listener.
1: I still wouldn't trust you. I appreciate your listening.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh. Anywho, I think you're fine, Jade. So Brandy's mom tells Christy, Christy reaches out to Jade while Christy was driving over and Jade is like no i haven't seen her and christy was like okay well i'm coming anyways i'm gonna find this address and jade was like they don't like gay people here be careful and that makes Mm. christy wonder if brandy had been catfished to come out here by someone targeting gay people
1: that's a new one for me or sorry catfishing with the intent to hurt i should say
0: i'm thinking maybe that'll be our next case maybe i'll find one yeah so anyways Christy arrives at the destination and it's this like small, empty church in the middle of nowhere. And Christy looks at the address and she realizes the address in the text is not the address of this church. And her phone sent her to the wrong location. Hmm. And she was really frustrated because none of the houses were marked and her GPS wasn't leading her to the right place. So this makes Brandy's last text make sense. I got a bad address heading home. This has happened to me multiple times. I don't know if it's happened to you where your GPS just like takes you somewhere random.
1: On one occasion. And if you plug in your brother's address, it'll like kind of-
0: Oh yeah. Takes, like, yeah. yeah. We like always have off. to tell people don't yeah. use GPS, follow our sketchy ass directions where it's like, turn left at
1: yeah. the stop yeah. sign. <laughs> yeah. It does happen.
0: It does. I'm sure it's more common in Rural? Rural. Rural places. (laughs) Where my brother lives is pretty off. Yeah. Not in the middle of a city or anything. I mean, it's happened when I tried to get to your place. Here? Oh, yeah. You went to the
1: other side of, mm -hmm. uh, yeah.
0: Christy's like, I don't really know what to do. So she heads home and the case goes cold again. And on May 21st, police pick up a signal from Brandy's phone in Meadville, Pennsylvania, which is about 70 miles north of Brandy's home. Police pass this information along to Brandy's mom instead of going to look for themselves.
1: I mean, that's not the police's job. Their job is to write tickets to give money to the city that then pays them. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: But anyways, so since police pass this information about Brandy's phone picking up a signal to Brandy's mom, Brandy's friends and family get together to form a search party and do the police work for free.
1: I mean, why pay taxes?
0: <laughs> the ping led to a wastewater treatment plant and a dead end. So they expand their search and they go all over the town, handing out flyers and searching hospitals, but they find nothing. Brandy's mom heads back to Con because she can't shake the feeling that she's missing something. She's like, she just thinks it's weird. She's like, Jade lives there. There's just got to be something. And her GPS takes her to a house, not the church. Hmm. The house had a girl named Ashley Barber on the porch. And Ashley was Jade's girlfriend. And Jade was living with her as well. So I guess it wasn't Ashley's house. It was her parents' house. And she lived there. Just to be super clear. Okay? Okay. So Brandy's mom goes up to Jade and is like, Where's Brandy? I know she was coming here. And Ashley goes up to her and is like, don't talk to my girlfriend that way, and she gets super defensive. And what way?
1: She just asked the question.
0: <laughs> I mean, maybe she came like up in her face like upset. She knows her True. daughter came here. She's like, why is my daughter missing? Where is she? Who knows? Mm-hmm. It does seem a little bit extreme to interrupt that and be like, don't talk to my girlfriend that way. Who knows? Anywho, so Jade said that Brandy was supposed to come over, but she never did. Then later, their story changes. They say they're at the hospital when they're supposed to meet Brandy because Ashley had fallen and hurt her arms.
1: How? Because she fell. I've just never heard that expression. Like, I've fallen and hurt my arms. You know,
0: like... <laughs> well, I mean, that's how I took my notes. I don't know how she said that.
1: <laughs> Okay. I'm just like, what?
0: So Ashley's dad was also there and he comes out and he's like, look, there's no Brandy here. It's just us. We haven't seen her. And so Brandy's mom leaves. She's like, okay, there's nothing I can do. But then a few hours later, a call comes from Ashley's house to the police. And it's from Ashley's mom. And she's calling the police because she's like, there's a random car in the garage that's none of ours. And I don't know whose it is.
1: Really? They just noticed it? This random car in the garage? The mom just
0: noticed it, yeah so the police go and check it out and it's a blue kia rio and it's id'd as brandy's car so brandy didn't keep a super clean car as i don't think many people well i don't know if it's just my social circle but you know it's normal (laughs) but the car was very clean and Mm. the police then interview jade and ashley and they say i think this is their third story now that Brandy did come to the house and she was there for a little while before getting a phone call, walking outside and getting picked up by someone. They say that Brandy told them she didn't want anyone to know where she was and to not tell anyone they saw her or that they had her car.
1: You can't honestly believe people will buy that.
0: Well, shockingly enough, the police are like, okay. And they call Brandy's mom and tell her to pick up the car.
1: This is why police need stricter standards. Your police force should not be made up of people who are this dumb and lazy.
0: Isn't there a test to be a policeman?
1: Or yeah, a woman, Police person? Yeah, but it's not. A standards have changed. We should and, take that test. I don't know. I suspect it'd be it'd be similar to like the, the military test. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, as long as you're not terribly dumb, you pass it. I think it's more the personality type because there's even a difference. Like people who go into the military, I think are different than people who become police.
0: Oh, absolutely. They're very different.
1: And you see that sort of in, well, we're gonna get really off on a tangent here. So we'll leave that for a different discussion.
0: Okay. So the police ask Brandy's mom to come pick up the car and she's like, absolutely not. I'm not touching the car. It is evidence. So she should be a policewoman." Yeah. And so I watched episode of How I Caught My Killer, episode three, because they did an episode on this. And I was like, oh, why not? And they interview all the people like. Cool. Yeah. So they're interviewing the pl- the lead detective on this. And he was like, we're doing the best we can. And I was like, okay.
1: <laughs> did he happen to have Crayola stains on his teeth <laughs> when he said that?
0: He should have. So Brandy's mom calls the police and get shit done. And she gets them to go back on May 23rd to Ashley and Jade's house. And both of the girls are gone. Like they they fled.
1: No, they just went on vacation or or maybe Jade fell and hurt her arms (laughs) this time.
0: (laughs) Well, the police are like, oh, weird. Maybe something is amiss. Maybe we missed something and they actually, because, you know... Who knows? But they send out a picture to every police station in the state of the two girls. I think it's called a bolo and be on the lookout. And the police officer from earlier is driving home from work one day. And he is actually not even on duty, but he notices two girls and he actually stops and asks the girls who they are. It's Jade and Ashley. And they're like carrying plastic bags and like, I think hitchhiking or something on the side of the road. And... Ashley keeps trying to lie about her identification. She even gives him a fake ID. And the officer's like, I know you're Ashley. So the officer takes them back to the station for questioning. And while they're being questioned, their home is being searched. And about 400 yards from the residence, they find some fresh dirt. And after digging down, they find a body. The body is ID'd as Brandy's and has signs of a struggle detectives let Jade and Ashley know they found the body and both girls say they will tell the truth. They say, when Brandy first got there, she met Jade at the edge of the woods and Jade led her into the woods to see a fort. And...
1: What are they, like 12? Like what?
0: <laughs> Brandy's 20. I to think see a fort? Jade and Ashley are around the same age. <laughs> I mean, come on. I feel like that's something Travis would do. He'd be like, hey, I have a really cool fort and I'd be like, okay, that's fine.
1: <laughs> okay, but Travis is different <laughs>
0: <laughs> I feel like anybody are We're like almost 30
1: Yeah, but if someone invited me to the woods And said come check out this fort I'd be like wary.
0: Really? I'd be like, yeah. alright, let's see this fort
1: That's how you'd react? Yeah No. Like I even,
0: I mean, okay If it was an ex, I guess I would be wary I'd be like, why are you reaching out to me So long after
1: you Burglarized me <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You can just say stole from me <laughs>
0: But I don't know. Brandy seems very trusting. She would go drive hours to meet new people. Yeah.
1: So. I mean, I sort of get that depending yeah. on your hometown. Like, can you imagine if like, think of our hometown. Mm-hmm. If you had to drive that far to meet anybody.
0: Driving to your house is a whole like day thing for me. I'm like, okay, on this day, I have to drive like 20 minutes. So
1: yeah. But more what I mean is like, if you were stuck only being able to know the people from your hometown. Right. I think, I mean, you went to school out of the area, to university. Oh, yeah. Like, but imagine if you had just stayed. If you were 21 and you'd only ever known your hometown. That'd
0: be rough. That's what Kobe did.
1: Yeah. Did he? Yeah. No, he went.
0: No, he didn't go anywhere. Did well, he- I mean, he went here, but like. Oh. He went to like a town 20 minutes away from the smaller town,
1: but like still it's a it's a very popular school That's area true. so like if there. you
0: never if you were like really landlocked yes yeah it does change things i mean probably not for me but for more normal people yeah
1: yeah i mean i don't know how, how big your hometown is but i suspect it's rather small and
0: here i can tell you
1: because once you get under populations of like 50k you date for a little bit and you start running into people who.
0: Well, I think also bigger than that, it was that it was so Republican y. Yeah. You know, it was hard to find people who were like minded. Right. It says in twenty ten it was sixty-six thousand eight hundred and nine. So that's pretty okay. big, but I mean who knows how much of that's
1: well if you're relatable you're, people. Yeah, if you're queer you're trying to find other queer people mm-hmm. and you make up roughly less than ten percent of the population.
0: She should have moved to Seattle.
1: Well, those <laughs> winters. Actually she'd be used to those. Yeah, maybe Seattle would have been would have been good.
0: Yeah. So, anywho, yeah, she ended trusting them and following them and or following Jade into the forest to see the fort. Jade is behind her and hits her in the head with a shovel multiple times.
1: Wait, Jade was holding a shovel?
0: There was already a shovel in the
1: woods. Okay.
0: And I'll tell you where that shovel comes from. But anyways, so then Jade and Ashley tie a rope around her neck and they had already dug a grave. They roll her into the grave. That's where the shovel came from, from digging a grave. And they threw a rock on her face and buried her. So Jade and Ashley planned this entire attack. The autopsy shows that Brandy was buried alive. She had dirt in her bronchial tubes. Brandy had broken nails, scratches, fractures. So she obviously fought back and after Ashley and Jade are arrested, two journals are discovered. Ashley's journal entry from May 21st, 2012. Dear Miss Rosine, is Brandy Rosine, so it's her mom. Dear Miss Rosine, I fucking murdered your 20-year-old mistake. I beat her head into the ground. I've never been so alive. I just wanna do it again and again. Why lie? I'm addicted. I don't feel guilty. I feel like I have a purpose. And then Jade's entry was, Yesterday was the beginning of a whole new life. I found my calling, my new addiction. Do I feel guilty? No, not an ounce. I'm proud.
1: Was this a homophobic thing?
0: No, because they're together. It was more like...
1: That's what I'm trying to wrap my head around. Like, what is... They're describing it as like a calling, a purpose, like they've accomplished...
0: I think it's just murder.
1: Damn.
0: Yeah. Like they got high off of it. Like it was an adrenaline rush.
1: Yeah. I'm so used to, like, the number one motivation for women killers is usually financial. Yeah. So, yeah, when you... Or
0: revenge, right?
1: So, financial is always, like, the top. Yeah. But, yeah, in a case where they just...
0: Ironically, isn't financial reasons also, like, the number one reason for divorce?
1: I think often, yeah. I don't know if it's number one anymore, but, yeah, it's usually pretty high up there. Mm -hmm.
0: So, to take away the chance of the death penalty, both girls take a plea deal... And Jade pleads guilty and is sentenced to life in prison without parole. And in 2018, Ashley tried to withdraw her guilty plea, but she's denied. <laughs> and they're both still in prison.
1: Was Ashley attempting to deny her guilty plea to get the death penalty? Or was she trying to say, oh, JK, I didn't do it?
0: She was trying to make it so she could get parole
1: to oh, get out. Well, that's yeah. not how that works.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, maybe you shouldn't murder somebody then.
1: Well, let like not even do here. it
0: well. Like, you texted her your address. Like, it would have been smarter to text her the church's address and meet her.
1: Or the woods. Yeah. Just be like, meet me at the woods.
0: Yeah. Well, the woods was right behind her house, okay. 400 feet away. That makes more sense. Yeah. Then
1: don't do it right behind her house. Like Yeah.
0: And don't bury the body 400 feet away from your house.
1: Yeah. Oh, one part I wasn't clear on was you said there were signs of a struggle. Mm hmm. Did Brandy fight until she was put in the hole or did she fight trying to get out in the hole?
0: I think she fought before because as soon as she was in the hole, they hit her head with yeah. a heavy rock. Okay. So that's my guess.
1: Do you happen to know how deep the hole was?
0: Probably not deep because the police found it real quick. Yeah, that makes and sense. It's not okay. like they're hard hitting
1: g- policemen.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I don't know how to word this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: So. Oh that makes sense because mm-hmm. and
0: they only had one shovel.
1: They only had one
0: shovel. <laughs> I mean it only talked about one shovel, so <laughs> they just took turns. Oh my god. They're terrible people. They're so stupid. I can't. I'm like,
1: <gasps> Really kind and of. like, why stuff. would
0: you leave the freaking car in your garage and not tell your parents? Like
1: Again, I always default to one of my criminology professors who was a former chief of police. He would say that we don't catch the smart ones. That's true. And that's just the reality. Like, yeah, these people don't have the brain power to think any of this out. The silver lining here is they were so dumb that they got caught. And
0: what I find really interesting about this case is there's so few cases that involve women where it's like, we did this to murder. Because when you said, you don't catch the smart ones. My mind always immediately goes to Israel Keys, who's a guy, and he killed a lot of people, but he was really interesting. He's not a woman, so I won't go deep into it, but he's actually the reason I really got into true crime is he would travel for work and he leaves these kill kits places mm-hmm. and it's always a different weapon. He doesn't like have a certain victim. It's just opportunity. And the reason he caught was caught was because he like made mistakes and he was stupid, but for like one person- But we don't know how many people he actually killed. But for women, it's so often there's a reason that they do it. And it's not just we got an adrenaline rush.
1: Who was the woman who she was an angel of death?
0: Oh, I think we've done a few.
1: Yeah, she worked at a hospital. I think she was a nurse. But you're right, we've covered women who did it to babies and women who did it to elderly. Mm -hmm. But those people, they've described Feelings of euphoria or like really getting off on it. Mm-hmm. But, but like yeah. it's
0: almost like they're doing it because they think they're
1: helping. Right. But these two women here, Ashley and Jade, it's just kind of sick what they wrote in their journals. Yeah. No rhyme or reason. I think at least Jade was dating her before.
0: But part of me wonders if she knows, she was just like, oh yeah, I've dated this girl. She'll be such an easy target. Right. Like I was able to burglarize
1: her. Yeah. Oh, in the case of... Ashley and Jade fighting each other, those situations always fascinate me where two partners mm -hmm. are both into killing people and they fight each other.
0: Oh, yeah, for sure. That always, there's pretty common. There's like so many couple killers,
1: you know? But how does that conversation happen? Like, how does that even begin to, because if you're Jade or Ashley and Mm -hmm. you're out in the dating world, At what point do you drop hints that this is something you want to do? You know what I mean? Like, if you wanted to kill people, how would you go about telling Kobe or dropping hints to Kobe that this is something you want to do and you're feeling out where he's at with it? Like, it seems like such a risk.
0: I know an easy way. How? Would you help me bury a body? It's like a common, like, question, you know?
1: Yeah, but in that case, I think- Then you
0: can, like, measure their answer. True. Are like a little bit too into it.
1: Even in those situations, I always...
0: Would Maya help you bury a body? Oh, I don't know. I don't think so.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I don't think so. I wouldn't ask. I don't think I'd bury a body. That's true. That's <laughs> not the best way to yeah. get. <laughs> but it's... Because even in those situations, like if you ask that of Kobe, he might say yes because his feelings for you would override his sort of ethical lines. Mm-hmm but that doesn't mean he would enjoy it or want to do it or not be like disturbed by you. Even then, like, I think your reasoning would be the big one. Like if I ask you, will you help me bury a body? And you might in your head, imagine, okay, maybe he killed someone and was justified. Mm-hmm. And it could be my, that's that you. Yeah. But if you say, no, no, like if I just like killed someone for fun, would you help me bury <laughs> the body? You know, you be like, what? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. So, Yeah, that question can be interpreted a lot of different ways by depending on who you're asking.
0: Yeah, so weird. I don't know. Have you ever met somebody who is just like super creepy and like you were like, yeah, I could see them killing somebody? Like, oh, there's a guy I went to school with. I don't want to say his name.
1: The tall guy? Oh. See what
0: I mean? Like some people, there's just like something where you're like.
1: Yeah. Well, okay. Something was off with him, but he struck me as someone who just would end up doing a lot of drugs and then like being homeless, which I think is exactly what happened. He never struck me as violent. He totally struck me as violent. Really? Yeah. I never got that. Like I could see
0: him just snapping.
1: Yeah, maybe. He wasn't very physically imposing.
0: You don't need to be if you have a gun.
1: I don't. No, if he would even know how to get one.
0: <laughs> but I mean, some people I think, like you're saying, people with ADHD kind of migrate together. Yes. Like, so I imagine it's something similar to people who have a lack of mere neurons or something.
1: There have been situations where I've come across people, and it's not like they were v- like physically imposing or looked mm-hmm. like soldiers or anything, but. I got the vibe, like, you have hurt people. Yeah. And I can't quite put my finger on what it is. Mm-hmm. And no one comes directly to mind. I just recall on a couple of occasions, usually I'm like with a friend and I point out, like, that dude has hurt people. Yeah. I don't know how I know, but I know he has.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like, I think people can just get a read on each other and then, mm-hmm. like, you're more likely just to be in groups of people like you. Like, there's been studies where They'll have two people wear like the same colored shirt and go like in a group. Mm-hmm. And those two people just end up migrating together. Yeah. Like humans just find these patterns and connect over the stupidest stuff. And
1: like, yeah.
0: So, like, maybe somehow, especially on dating apps, you know, you can like really go through a lot of people. Yes. And find people like you.
1: Randy did some stuff right here. She let a friend know.
0: Where she where was she going, was which going. is how they're able to find her because the police definitely didn't
1: yes. follow up with a lot of stuff. But under no circumstance should you then swear your friend to secrecy if you don't show up.
0: Usually, it's like if you don't hear from me in this amount of time. Yes,
1: like tell people a few hours, reach
0: out. Yeah, at I,
1: least by the next morning.
0: Like yeah, at least. at least. I used to have this really creepy neighbor. I think we talked about it once about how I went into his house. Mm. <laughs> don't do that, guys. (laughs) But every time I would cross this corner and if I saw him out front, I would text a friend and be like, if I don't reach out to you in like 15 minutes, call me (laughs) just in case I end up in his house again.
1: The precautions are great. Yeah. Because these cases do happen. Yeah. Like in your situation, you and your neighbor know each other Mm -hmm. and automatically
0: makes it means, a higher risk. Yeah, he's
1: much more <laughs> likely to go bad. Yeah. I mean, right, like who's the most likely person to kill any woman?
0: Their significant other. Exactly. Yeah. Like
1: it's it's you, almost always someone you know. If someone's wife goes missing or is the found husband. dead, yeah. it's almost always the husband. See,
0: this is why I make all of our dogs love me
1: more. <laughs> yeah, to protect me. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> if Kobe pretends to attack me, they all attack me too. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. I'll die quick.
1: Yeah. Silver lining. But so yeah. that
0: is true. It's not usually
1: an ex. It's usually. It could be an ex. Oh. Someone you know, right? Like, yeah, yeah, that's that, true. That could happen. But more what I mean is it's just not usually a random person in the world mm-hmm. is all I'm getting at. Yeah. Which is why this sort of this case, it ended up being her ex, right? Mm-hmm. But initially, I thought it was going to be someone she went to go meet up for the first time, which would be pretty unusual. Yeah. Especially if it was another woman, like yeah. very unusual. Yeah. Yeah. But it ended up making more sense that it was someone she had dated. Yeah. Like it always is. I know. Almost always is.
0: But we'll see. Maybe there's a woman out there who catfishes people. Maybe.
1: Yeah. We got to find her and do an episode on her.
0: Yeah. I'll let you know if that happens.
1: Sounds good. I think that's all we got for today.
0: All right. I'm going to go meet my niece.
1: Yeah. Yeah. that will be fun. Yeah. All right. Bye, everyone.
0: Bye.